what's up and welcome back to the let's get real podcast live in the 253 city of destiny tacoma my g I'm going to stop. Okay. Talin, how you doing, bro? Okay, Rapper Nate. How you doing, you should bro? change your handles to Rapper Nate. Instead of Preacher Nate? Instead of Preacher Nate? <laughs> he said live from the 253 with the Gs. Bro, I haven't been Preacher Nate in a while. I haven't hopped on the Twitch in a minute. Bro, we used to Twitch all the time. People tell me used to, people tell me to come back. I don't. I was like, I don't think y'all love me like that. Do you um? Do you play like sports games on Xbox? Uh, yeah, I mean, Madden's trash. So. Do you have Madden 22? No. Oh. But just... Knowing how Madden has been trending, there, I mean, unless you played it, I played Madden Twenty Two. You like it? I like it. Oh, okay. Man. I mean, a lot of people hate on Madden just because of the graphics. Sometimes they either get really good, yeah, and so it's like thriving, or they just change a couple little things where receivers catch the ball a little differently, or quarterbacks uh, throw differently, or. Uh, but it's like it's weird. I like it though. I like it. But you, but you, but you, but you're with it. Cop Madden Twenty Two. Let's play. Okay. All right. Are but I'm doing good. To answer your question, I'm doing good. You're doing good? Uh, things are good. Work is good. Uh, marriage is still good. Uh. <laughs> That's good. That's all those things? Yep. Really good. Yep. Um, Dog, uh, bro, you got the cellular Apple Watch, bro. Yeah, I why do. Why are you so, flexing You know, sometimes like I put my phone away on the counter, just let it charge, and uh, <laughs> people call me, and I still just be like, hello? Flex. And then, but the only the only sucky part about that is, is one time actually this last Thanksgiving, um, we were in Safeway and my phone was in my pocket, and it was my responsibility to grab drinks, mm. so I had the two sodas in my hand plus a bottle of lemonade, and my mom, my dad, my uncle, my sister, bro, my phone went off probably like. I kid you not, nine times. What? Because people were looking for me. Like everybody was like, "Where are you at? We're ready to eat." So the text message I got before the day before Thanksgiving was, <laughs> "Everybody's showing up at one thirty, right?" So I tell my wife, "Like, yo, everybody, everybody's coming to the house at one thirty. So let's leave the house." Did they come at, like, to your spot? Or did they go to like your we're, parents we're going spot? to my parents' place. Okay. So leave the house at like twelve forty-five. Get to Safeway, right? Grab the drinks, and my phone just starts blowing up. And mind you. Thanksgiving Day, everyone and their mother They're ready. is at the store. They're at the store. Oh. So the line is, I'm yeah. deep in the aisle. Like, bro, I'm back by the meat section trying to buy drinks. In the self-checkout line. And no, the self-checkout's closed. <gasps> oh, Thanksgiving? They don't have nobody doing self-checkout that day, bro. That's or at wild. least for that hour that I was in there. That's why. So I had to stand in a normal line. And it was literally back by the meat section. I'm not kidding you. I was like, why didn't I think of getting drinks the night before? What a that, loser. That's, that, that, so, that is your bad. That is. But this all reverts back to the Apple Watch. I have the watch on, and people are blowing my phone up, and the only way I can answer it is on, your watch. Is on my watch. And so I have, like, all of my family oh, man. asking me, like, yo, what's up? Where are you at? We're ready to eat. I'm like, I'm in the store getting drinks. I was told 1.30. And uh, it wasn't everybody in the store heard me. Talking on my Apple Watch, super loud. Just like just out here. I'm like in this. the I'm in the store right now. You know what I mean. So if you can see me, I just moved my head from the mic to my watch. But I'm in the store right now. It's loud. I'll be there when I'm there. I had to get drinks. I was told 1:30. So stop blowing my phone up at 
How about that? And did they eat without you? No. They, they waited. waited. My dad called me when I was walking out. And he's like, hey, son, I read the message from your mom yesterday. And uh, this is my stepdad, by the way. Mm-hmm. Hey, son, I read the message from your mom yesterday. And uh, she told you the wrong time. We're going to wait for you. We're going to wait for you. I was like, Pops, you're a real OG. Pops, you're a real OG. So was, was Jordan with you? She was with me. She was in the car. Oh, okay. And you mind you, I left my chance. phone in the car, so she sees all of these calls. So I get back to the car, and she's like, your family is blowing you <laughs> up. And I was like, yeah, they are. I noticed because I got the Apple Watch wow. with the cellular on Dang, it. I should, so. I should just get rid of this thing. Bro, how man. was your Thanksgiving? Bro, it was great. It was great. We went to a couple different houses, three different houses, actually. Uh, so we went home, uh, went to my my parents' home, and then went to Julia's, back to Julia's home. And then, bro, uh, spent some time with my cousins. Yeah. And that was the sweetest time. Bro, they live in the old apartment building I used to live in. And, I mean, I didn't grow up in the hood, but we grew up a little broke. You know what I'm saying? We grew up a little broke. And so, bro, it, it was such a sweet time. Yeah. My brother came down from Seattle. Um and we just kicked it. You had the double Thanksgiving this year. Yeah. Dude, so dude, dude triple Thanksgiving. Tri- triple. Yeah. And it was that last time Julie and I like we're sitting in, we're sitting in an apartment that's as big as the room we're in right now. That's dope. And our the room we're in isn't isn't huge. Hey, you got um, family with you? Family that's doesn't all matter. That matters. Bro, homeboys playing video games <laughs> on the TV, <laughs> the daughters running around with the iPad. We got Mac and she I said this, this is the is life it. I know. This is it. This is what I know. Bro, so I'm glad you had such a great Thanksgiving. My Thanksgiving this year was on fire for two reasons. One, because I haven't seen my mom on Thanksgiving in two years because of the pandemic. And then the year before that oh, was. They took, they took the. Oh, the she was. Yeah, like the vid was like real deal Holyfield. It still is. It still is. Like she's. Especially with that Omicron Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, she's political. V- she's very, she's very, um, uh, she's very open to now having family around because she missed us so much. Yeah. But when, bro, when COVID times were popping, like, my mom was like, "Nah, she's not about it." Which I understand. Like, she was trying to protect her family. I get it. Um, so I couldn't do anything at, over at the crib. Um, so I missed the last couple Thanksgivings at my mom's house. Mm. So it was one really good to see my mom on Thanksgiving. Wow. I've seen her before Thanksgiving, but it was good to see her on Thanksgiving and it was really good to have her Mac and cheese again, bro. Like imagine going through two Thanksgivings, That's sad. 27 years of your life eating your mom's Mac and cheese. And then two years, it just stops. Dude. And you know, she made it still. That's why I was like, Mom, if so you, you knew that it was existed. So I told her, I was like, on Thanksgiving, can you not make it? Can you just, can you guys just do like a breakfast for lunch or something? <laughs> can you guys do a seafood boil? Like, can you not make that mac and you cheese? You were going to have her change the whole game. For me. <laughs> selfish. Boy, selfish. You're, boy, you're selfish, dude. Selfish. My dad and my sister do not get to eat mac and cheese without me. Did they still? And they no? still did. Yeah. How hard was that? Both years, it was hard. How 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 does your mom make you it? You know why it was hard? Why? Because I'm not even gonna. Say, never mind. <laughs> but it was hard. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was so hard. He could not share. I can't share why, why it was so yeah, hard. But it was good though. That's good. And then we did another Thanksgiving with Jordan's family on Saturday. So my family, mind you, made uh, mac and cheese, turkey, ham, mm. 
uh, stuffing. Mm. Oh, gross. Yams. Good. I like yams. Stuffing. Disgusting. Uh, did I say collard greens? You didn't, Pump- but I was waiting for pumpkin it. Pumpkin pie. Thank you, Jesus. Pumpkin pie. Nope. I'm out. What but this is good have? for you. What good have? But yeah, so we had that. Soul food. Mm. Saturday. Hold on. Hold on. Wait before you say something crazy. <laughs> what? What are you about to say? I'm about to say what we <laughs> have for dinner on Saturday. <laughs> I'm about to say. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to know this is on a public forum. Bro, I understand that. <laughs> All right, baby, your family's food was amazing. So <laughs> okay. So we went on Saturday, and uh, you're crazy. You're a wild boy. You're wild. <laughs> so we went on Saturday, and we had turkey, mashed potatoes, some gravy, green, green bean casserole. We had this thing called Ellie salad. Bro, what? Right? Who's that? It's it's something that her grandmother used to make. Oh, so it's a name after her grandmother? Mm-mm. The, who's Ellie? Ellie Salad? That's what it's called. Ellie. Ellie. Ellie Salad. Yeah. No re- no rhyme or reason. Why is it called Ellie Salad? I is there a joke? Am I missing something? No. Oh. It's called Ellie Salad. What's in it? It's, uh, maybe it is named after her grandma. Her grandma's name is Ella May. That that sounds. That's that probably sounds right. right. What is it? Bad I hope though? they don't listen to this. Is it bad? Feel bad. It has like raspberries and cream cheese and. Okay, you you lost me at the raspberries. Ooh, miss me with it. Miss me with the yeah. Cream so, cheese, um, green bean casserole, mashed potatoes, turkey. They had stuffing. Um, Could do stove top stuffing. Yep. You know, just a traditional Thanksgiving. Yeah. So then you, so it was, it was dope because I got the best of both worlds, right? Ooh. You get your traditional Thanksgiving, then you get your soul food Thanksgiving. And I was wow. like, yo, good. let's get it, let's get it. Wow. Where I didn't have mashed potatoes, I had mac and cheese. Where I didn't have, but bro, I have ham, people, I had turkey. I have right? people tell me mac so. and cheese isn't a side dish. Well, those people I suck. I said you need to talk to God about those that people, one. Well, those people probably eat like, never mind. Let's not even say devil eggs or something like that. Like, they probably yeah, devil eggs. Honestly, if you have devil eggs on Thanksgiving, hey, though. But but I, let me tell you something. My grandma used to make some fire devil on eggs. On Thanksgiving? On Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Actually, I'll, no. I'll let you live. It was the day before Thanksgiving she I was going to go off. But, but, but I'll she, let you live. On, she don't make them on Christmas, though, because we don't mess with the devil. That's a bar. Put that <laughs> in there. Podcast over. Thank you guys for listening. No, I'm playing. <laughs> we'll um, see you in four weeks. All right. Last thing. Last thing, bro. It's about that time. It's about that season. It's Spotify wrapped. Um, for me, you know, a pagan, <laughs> a pagan. I got Apple Music replay. Hopefully you're okay with that. But I have hey, it. It's all good. And so we are going to reveal. What should we reveal? Uh, Like our top five artists. Top five artists. 2021. And top couple songs or yeah, whatever. Top or? couple songs. All right. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Till then. I need to open up my phone, okay, and all that jazz. But I want, I want you to let me know. Spot, give me your, give me your Spotify Wrapped. Spotify top five. Yeah, my top five artists, and this is no particular order, because I don't want people to know <laughs> what order they're in. Elevation yeah. Worship. Okay. Brent Fiez. Who's that? Exactly. 
Oh. Uh, he's a singer. Oh. He's he's R and B. He's R and B. He's really good. He's he's really good actually. Uh, Luke Combs. See, this is why I didn't even want to do this because I knew you were gonna judge me. I knew you were gonna laugh at me. Luke Combs. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna keep it a buck. Luke Combs. Luke Combs. Okay. Luke Combs got some slaps. Be bold, bro. You've never heard. Actually, hey, all right. Is he the country singer? Yes. Okay. Luke right, Combs listen. got some heat. Listen. I'm sorry. Hey, if you're out there and you don't listen to Luke Combs or country music, go fire up like "Cold Is You" by Luke Combs or um, "Better Together." Bro, I'm telling you, he got some heat, bro. You're laughing. No, no, but no. But you no. haven't heard his heat yet. No, no. I <laughs> listen. You ain't heard his heat. Listen. I during the Dallas game, uh Turkey or Thanksgiving game, he he some. Oh, see, I didn't know that. He was pretty good. See, I didn't watch football on Thanksgiving because we were doing like family stuff. Um <laughs> like a you know, we were playing dominoes and oh, okay, all that yeah. jazz. So nah, yeah, I, I was, missed I missed all the sports. I was glued. All right, so, go ahead. Luke Holmes is on my list, dude. I'm don't laugh. Okay, okay I'm done. help me out. I'm done is being he, judged here. Is he is he top three or bottom three? I'm done being judged. <laughs> Just let me know. Top three or bottom three? Top, top, <laughs> top. He's three. number two on your list, bro. All right, go ahead, go ahead. Keep going. Drake. Yep, that's good. That's okay. And uh, there's one more, right? Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. Okay. I Respect. got a weird list, bro. I listen to everything. That's I am not, a versatile guy. I listen to everything. All right, ready for mine? Yeah, let's hear it. Can you guess my number one? Yeah. Who do uh, you think it is? Lecrae. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That was wrong. Andy Mineo. Yep, Andy yep, Mineo. Yep, yep. Like, by double the hours of any other person. Yeah. So, we got Andy Mineo. Yep. Aha Gazelle. Yep. Maverick City. Yep. Surfaces. Yep. And Kanye West. Kanye West. Top five. Drizzy Drake's not on your top five. Drizzy Drake. Let's see where he's at. Boy, he's not even in my top. So you don't really listen to Drake like that. Mm-mm. Wow. The, and also, every single person from um, <laughs> this way you gonna judge me. <laughs> every single person from In the Heights, you know that musical, like the the Hispanic In like the Heights, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My guy Nate be listening to musicals. <laughs> I'm dead, dog. You can never make fun of me for listening to Luke Holmes no, again. No, that's worse. No, it's not. Bro, have you heard the In the Heights? Have you heard In Luke Holmes? Bro. Forever after all. Okay, yeah. Come on, we're G. done. Okay, okay. All, right, all, right, all, right. all right, all right, no kizzy. Um, do you have your top five albums? Top five albums. See, no, I didn't go. It didn't take me that far. Okay. But I know, I know for sure that uh, Maverick City. Is on there mm-hmm. with uh, what's that album called? Their Tribal Their, Three or Tribal yeah, Two, yeah, something like that. Yeah, where um, I'm gonna wait on you is on there. I'm gonna wait on you, bro. We just harmonized. Ooh, Ooh come on, bro, so good, so good. Um, and then obviously, uh. Obviously, a little bit of Drake's Certified Lover Boys on there. Oh, shoot, I just almost played it. Um, Drake Certified Lover Boy. Certified Lover Boy Whoa. is one of my top listened albums. Certified because like, so I'm listening. <laughs> 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 You're a certified hater. So I was listening to I was listening to uh, a lot of like. So what I do for my job, this isn't no. I don't make excuses. Um, but what I do for my job, I'm always out on the road. Mm-hmm. So I'm always listening to something. 
whether it's in the car while I'm dropping off making deliveries. Uh, so something's always playing, whether I'm playing just a random album or I'm playing my liked playlist. Because I like literally like songs and then I go to my liked playlist and those same songs will repeat. And you so, like kind of seeing like... And I I mean, I listen to everything. So, so you'll go on liked, the station. And that liked playlist, it has Maverick City, Elevation, Chris Brown, Justin Bieber, Drake, Luke Combs, Jason Aldean, Eric Church. I mean, literally think of any artist. I'm proud of you, They're bro. probably in that liked playlist. You're versatile. Uh, Gabby Barrett. You ever heard of Gabby Barrett, country singer? I'm out here, G. I don't know who that is. I'm changing the culture. Bro, I listened to 619 different artists this year. That's dope. You listen to Laney? Oh, yeah. Okay. Come on. You can listen to Laney, but you can't listen to Luke Holmes? Those are not the same. Dude, that's like saying like, that's like saying like. Rolling my eyes. You know, that's just not, that's not the same. Why? Luke Holmes and Laney are not the same. They're not. You're right. Completely different. But yet they are the same still. It's because they're white. <laughs> I didn't say it. You said it. So well, it's twenty twenty one. Well, because that's what you're judging me for. No, whoa, yeah, whoa, Luke whoa, is, Luke no, is, no, I'm okay. not saying right, we're gonna stop that. Let's stop that. Let's stop. Yeah, that. I'm not yeah, saying the mu- music is bad because of him. I'm saying the music is bad because it's country. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's not. It's not your normal country, bro. Is it not? Because I sat here on. I sat here on Thanksgiving, and all I heard was Jesus, America, and Bayer. That's what I heard from him. Those words came out of his mouth. What was his first one? Jesus. What was his second one? America. And what was the last one? <laughs> I see no problem. <laughs> Get out I of see no problem. <laughs> uh, anyway, number one album, of course, Andy Mineo, and then number five album was Donda. Bro, all clean stuff in my top ten. I love that. I love that. Yeah, bro. I keep everything clean too. The funny thing is, I keep everything clean. Cause I'm gonna keep it a bug with you. Yeah. Sometimes I might throw in a little good kid, Mass City for the one time. Oh yeah, the Kendrick. You know, come on, you got to play, especially when you're in the gym getting hyped up. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Dude. I ain't been in the gym in a couple of years, but I know what that feel like. <laughs> Man know. down. Where you from? Yep. You know. Yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. That, I know <laughs> what it feels like to get hyped up to that. Do, 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 do. What if that was the opener to this episode? <laughs> Racist stuff, I take you down and shoot down memory lane. <laughs> Kids are like, what? <laughs> Who is this? Who? What podcast am I listening to? <laughs> is this the new Maverick City? Let's get real. Uh, let's get real. Well, uh, it's funny. You know what's funny? When music, it's crazy. Like, I've been wa- listen, watching other people's, like, Spotify rap. First off, if you get annoyed by people p- posting their Spotify raps and their Apple Music replays, Chill out. Seriously, though. Let people have fun. Seriously. Why are there so many? <laughs> bro, I, so, like, there's that one, two, three, four person people I follow, persons I follow, people I follow that every year when people post their Spotify wrapped or, like, their year highlight, they're like, well, why is everybody doing this? It's like, unfollow me. <laughs> like, let people have fun. <laughs> unfollow me. Life is what Kirk Franklin said. He said, life is but a vapor. I just I don't understand the hate, bro. Let it's people like, have fun. Like, oh yeah, you mean like the top nine highlights? Yeah, they'll post their highlight or yeah. like the thing that's going around right now. Post a picture of. Oh, the, you know what I mean? Like post a picture of. The crazy thing that's old school, man. It's crazy how that stuff comes back. That's old, dude. Yeah, remember you like you would go on Facebook and they'd be like, "Hey, post a picture of this," or post a status of this. And then the, oh. you see the people do the Urban Dictionary stuff. Yeah, that's crazy. That, that's crazy. Let me, let me read what your name says. 
Oh, for for Urban Dictionary. Oh, bro, this is this is funny. This is funny because my name on here, and and you know the crazy part about it, I was like, they don't have Talin on here because Talin is such a unique name that there's it no way unique. you're unique, bro. There's no way that they have Talin on here, and it says. <laughs> Do I have to read mine? Uh, no, nah, let's not read them. <laughs> let's change it. Let's let's just move on. You can look up Talin and Nate. But I'm not. I don't look mine up, actually. I thought mine said something completely different. And then I read it again. And it was like, he's the type to pop off and get money 15 different ways. Where I'm like. I "Uh, uh." (laughs) I 100% hurt Jordan read mine to me. And at one point it was like a loving guy. Somebody's going in and changing these, bro. Because at first I was a loving guy. (laughs) So... Did you look mine up? Don't look up to Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look it up. That's not what, what it, bro. I'm telling you, when the trend started, no, I believe you. That's the that's thing. not what it said. Someone went and changed my name, and that's what I believe. I believe you because when it's I look, so I'm telling you, I would not make you look that up if I thought that that's what that meant, bro. You got money fifteen. You got ways. money fifteen different ways. I what does that the rest mean, of the part, bro? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Man, I'm a different breed. <laughs> but all that to be said, like we talked about it, but let people have fun. Like, yeah, I think what I've had to get over is, and I know this might sound like sad. People can enjoy stuff, and it can be different, and it c- and people can enjoy it together as a group. And as a team, and as friends, and <laughs> you good, bro? We straight, dog. We straight, dog. Uh, but man, after all of that, and the Spotify raps and all those kinds of things, of course, it was a fun conversation. Uh, it was a super fun conversation. Of course, we want to hop into uh, the "Let's Get Real" part of our podcast. Um, this this is a good one. This is a good one, and. I'm preparing for it. Hopefully you're prepared for it. Um, but, man, I think about let's set this up. I'm trying to do a good job at setting this up. Uh, I think about the young person. Um, we actually had a young person come to our church the other day. And they came with some church hurt. The church had hurt them. How do you reconcile that? You know? Um, it's funny if you listen to the, and I'm going to share this because it's public domain, but if you listen to the um, Mark Driscoll um, podcast, mm. Um, mm. not to, I'm not saying they try to call out names and be like, it's terrible. None of that. All I'm trying to say is, is there's a woman on there that says, when you mix hurt with God, it gets really messy because you have people who say, and I believe some of, most of it's true, who say, we love God, but we are hurting people. So how do we as leaders, how do we as in multiple different groups, maybe someone who has hurt someone being a leader or someone who has been hurt or all there's so many different ways this can be tackled, right? You can be hurt as a young person. You can be hurt as a leader and you feel like you weren't valued. You can be hurt as an employee and feel like this in this certain type of way. So how do we, I don't know if you have a story of like where you found hurt as a leader and maybe where you found some healing. Um, and, I, and I have a story as well. 
um, that I can go into. But I don't know, bro. I just I think it's something important to talk about because, um, you know why most you know why a lot of people aren't following Jesus anymore. What's up? It's not because the world's so evil. <laughs> we're hurting people. Why do I say we're? Because I'm part of the church. We're hurting people. And you know what the, to me, like a deadly quote that I hear a lot? There's no such thing as perfect people. And that's how we, that's what we say to cover up hurting people. Don't get that out of my face. That's evil. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Like, yes, there is no such thing as perfect people, but don't use that as an, don't gaslight people and be like, well, you knew we weren't perfect. So I don't know, bro. I'm all over the place, but I don't know, man. Church hurt for young people, for young leaders. What do we do? I don't think that there's a lot. And in my mind, I can only think of one instance where I was a leader. And I don't want to go too deep into it, but I was a leader for a certain organization, I'll say. And in some instances, I was scared to take my shot at an opportunity. Hmm. What does that mean? There were things presented that I was afraid of. And instead of pushing after it or, you know, going to get it, I, I, I lacked confidence in that area. So mm-hmm. I missed my opportunity to do something in that. And in that, it made me feel as if I wasn't val- valued. Valued, is that the right word? Yeah. Um, so it made me feel as if I was ostracized and kind of like pushed aside mm-hmm. like hey he he just doesn't have it he he's not he's not the one right and so this organization and, and i had been together before i even start started being a leader at the local church yeah. this organization and i probably the reason why i even jumped into being a leader wow and <laughs> uh man a lot of good people come out of it so many good things but yet there was as a leader so much like ugh, towards that piece of something and the only thing that made me feel better about it was realizing that they're not attacking me they don't mean any harm it's it's a talent thing not a them thing mm-hmm. and i had to realize that even just tonight driving here like god put someone in my heart to make me realize like yo you didn't give your all to this and because you didn't see the results you wanted, you then flipped this scenario. Mm. Oof. Big fire under Talin's butt now. Oh, he's got some thinking to do. Mm. Scrambling a little bit. Whoa. Um, and I left that organization feeling like I was hurt. Feeling like I wasn't valued. Like, they don't need Talin as the leader. They don't need my face there anymore. I'm uh, Without me, they're good. And that part was the part that hurt the most. Mm-hmm. That part was the part where I felt like, whoa, I don't know how I'm going to continue to do leading well without doing that thing. Like, I, I can't be me without that thing. And it just, it, I think that part was the part that hurt the most. So I bottled it all up in one and said, you guys hurt me. And it was really a talent issue that I needed to fix inside of me. And I'm not blaming people who feel as if they're hurt by the church saying that it's a th- it's a them issue 
not a church issue because obviously people who are hurt by the church are hurt for a reason. Yeah. But sometimes in some instances, people are hurt by people and yet they blame the organization itself. And yet it needs to be like a, you need to look in the mirror and try and fix this situation with yourself before you blame some, Mm. someone else. Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah, no, it does. No, I think, I think it's interesting. Like, when Tully and I talked, when you and I talked about this conversation, we talked about it in the realm of, in what do we do with ourselves after church hurt, after pain, and what you've said is you've looked in the mirror and been like, also, there's some things that Tully could have done better. Um, and that's what I find in my story as well, um, in the pain that I had of, like, showing up one night and the game's over. And you're like, oh, for real? This is how this is how it's over, and realizing like yeah I had some some leadership deficiencies I actually probably had a lot more, but I think I think what we find now especially when it comes to church hurt is the church is hurting so many young people in droves, so many people in droves, and what we do is we say um, the reason I keep saying we is because I don't want to say they because I'm a part yeah. of the church. And so it's an issue that we have to look at together. Yeah. But there's a couple things that I have thoughts on that I love to hear. And really, it's like, I don't obviously, since I'm the youth pastor, I have like the three ways. But <laughs> when it comes to church, I think the first thing that we that when we are hurting people, and we have hurt people is we say, well, I didn't intend. Mm, that wasn't my intention. That wasn't my intention. Yeah. Right. That's fine, but if it impacted, right? So if I come in and I come in, I say I say a joke about you, right? Say I said something about your beanie. It's a Carhartt beanie. It's fire. But say I said something about your beanie. I was just saying it, right? Like, man, that beanie, it's a little too big, whatever. You'd be like, why'd you say that? If you came to me for some weird reason and you were like, I'm upset, I can't go, oh, well, I didn't mean to hurt you that way. I don't get to dictate how you feel something was said or how you feel I treated you. Um, we have a guy, his name's um, Christian. He shares it this way. Uh, when you're shooting a paper ball in the garbage can, what do you say? Kobe. Kobe. We all know it, right? Uh, and what he says, and I'm not quoting, I'm quoting him specifically. What he says is if he throws it um, and it hits someone else in the head, can I just say, well, my intention was for it to go in the basket. You're fine. I can't say that. Mm. I have to say, no, I hurt you. I hit you. My bad. I'm sorry. Next yeah, time, yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah. get a little closer because yeah. I ain't got a shot like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think it's, I think what we find is, and obviously social media is a different world than the real world is, but we find a lot of people saying, man, I've been hurt by the church. I've been hurt by people because, while yes, I agree with you, like, people hurt people, I think also, are we shepherding, this might be a little, a little spicy, are we shepherding organizations and places that are just made to hurt people? That, that where, that where our intention is well-meaning, but our impact, people, um, people feel hurt. And, and that, and when I say hurt, it can be in a myriad of ways. Right, like, oh, that person said something mean, and I was hurt. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's still valid, though. So I don't know. Like, 
that first thought is this idea of often when people are hurt, you say, well, I'm sure they didn't mean it that way. Okay, cool. That's fine. And that's just a defense mechanism, mm. right? Like you fall in love with something so much, Ooh, say right? Again. Where we are huge fans of sports. Yeah. LeBron James said something where other people wouldn't agree with. Hmm. I'd be like, wow, you guys took that out of context. He didn't mean it that way. But I can't tell somebody how he offended them, right? Or wow. when Donald Trump was president, <laughs> there were so many people defending that man when he said things that hurt people. And you, and, and people looked at it and go, but, but I was hurt. I My was people hurt. group. Bruh. He was saying things intentionally hmm. to make people feel ostracized or left out. And other people were like, but you you guys are taking it wrong. He doesn't mean it that way. Well, I'm listening to him talk. <laughs> I'm taking it the way he's saying it to me. Right? So yeah. I feel like sometimes. Sorry, I don't mean to laugh. I, no, no, no. Yeah. It's, it's real. But I feel like sometimes there are instances in life where even at work, it's like, bro, like I can be at my job. Someone can say something wrong to me, but I, ca I can't walk out. That's where I get paid. That's where I, that's where I make my, my, my bread and butter. That's where I pay my bills from. Mm -hmm. So I, I can't leave that place. But when, it, when someone says something to me at the church, it's easy for me to go on social media and be like, wow, that place did something wrong to me. I got to go. It, that's it. It's final straw. But yet we blame, and this, this goes off of what you even said, because I'm on another tangent now. But we go, I'm hurt by the church, so now God is no longer a factor in my life, and that's the part that sucks. It's like it becomes more of a situation about the church hurt me, so I'm not even going to follow Christ anymore because the next church I go to is, is, is going to be the same situation that they put me in. And so I don't even know how to believe or walk by faith anymore because of what they did to me. Mm. That's the part that is confusing to me. It's like, if you were once a walker, right, like you, you followed your faith, you were in church every Sunday, you committed, you served, you taught, you did everything you're supposed to do. You got hurt by the church, and yet you left God completely out of your life. You're like, yo, I'm done. Hmm. What do we do with that person? How do we get that person back to being like, it's not, a, it's not everybody. Hmm. Not everybody is that church. Not everybody is that thing that you were hurt by. Trust me, I know. Plenty people, mm -hmm. plenty, who when the Black Lives Matter thing went off and all of that controversy, everything yeah. that was happening in that situation and the church wasn't loud enough, they were like, yo, you don't hear me. I got to go. Why? And they Why? threw up a peace sign. Why? Because they didn't feel like they were heard. So to them, it was like, yo, you don't see me as the person I am, so I got to go. That to them was church hurt. The church doesn't see me as the man or person that I am, so it's time for me to distance myself. Mm. That alone right there can be church hurt. How do we get that person back to realizing that that is not a God issue? That is a human issue. Well, what's hard, though, right, is we're told that we're told that the people that are leading, the people that are doing things, are representations and that's why in the podcast this woman says it's so hard when it comes to church hurt when it comes to uh, actually 
take church hurt out when it comes to spiritual hurt, right? Or any hurt that's attached to uh, the a deity, which is ours, is God, right? Like when it's attached to that, it's so hard because what you do in your mind is you go, person I know is bad, but the God they believe in is good. What's the issue? And so that's when people hop out of faith because they've said, okay, the people are bad. The people are supposed to represent the God. And since they represent the God, they're bad. So guess what? God's probably bad too, right? And so it's a, it's, it's a, that's why the thing is when it comes to these, a lot of time, when it comes to this, I believe a lot of times people think it has to be mutually exclusive. So it has to be, it's all the church's fault. fault. (laughs) It's all the church's fault or it's all the person's fault. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, but maybe it's both and maybe what we do sometimes is we build people up too high. So when they fail us, we go, I'm out. I'm out. So we start making it more of a human issue than a God right? issue. And then in the same way, the church, what they do is they build up. Um, and when I say the church, I mean every type of Christian organization, everything. I'm not talking about any specific place. That's what our point is, right? Like is we they build up their things so high that it's almost like you said, man, I'm about it. Man, don't say don't say, don't say nothing about about that. Man, I can't have faith through that. What do you mean? Oh, you told you just because we got attached to the thing. We got attached. So I guess at the core of what we're saying is, or, and I don't want to speak for you, but what I'm trying to say is, is I think we as the big C church have to do a better job at showing people, showing um, obviously believers, but I mean, non-believers, but also believers. Hey, this is a safe place where you can ask questions and that if you have pain, it's going to be received, heard, and there's going uh, not a task, but someone's going to do something about it. You know what I mean? I mean, how many places do we hear like, you know, this is going on for a little bit, and I'm like, no one did anything. Now we just, because I feel like I've heard more stories where stuff is hurt is put under a rug than when hurt is, you know, just brought up and said, hey, we're just going to talk about it. Right, like, bro, if I broke my arm, yeah, <laughs> I broke my arm, and you knew I broke my arm, <laughs> and I walked in here and I was like, all right, till let's do this, let's do this podcast. My, I'm like holding my arm. It's like out here, you know. You can see bone a little bit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> How weird would it be if the whole podcast you were just like, all right, Nate, let's do it. <laughs> Didn't say a word. And then I drove home to Julia, and Julia calls you and is like, bro. Did you not see that the dude's <laughs> arm was broken? <laughs> That's funny. Right? Did Did you not see? And you yeah. go, nah, I didn't think it was an issue. I, I didn't pay attention to and it. it. Yeah. And so I think I think often what I found is we we say, people, you figure it out. You know, you figure out your thing. Man, I just see a, I see a Jesus that's like, actually, nah, I'm going to help you out. Yeah. We're going to talk it out. Woman at, I mean, not woman at the well, a woman with an element of blood. Man, a lot of times we forget Jesus would have listened to her story. Mm-hmm. And she had hurt. <laughs> yeah. Deep hurt. Oh, yeah. I'm sure from, and I'm not, not like, just from the doctors, also what the woman but from the, the well religious though. people. Yeah, for sure. Deep. For they sure. would have been like, bro, you're dirty. Get out of here. 
And so I just, I don't know, obviously you can tell I get a little yeah. emotional. No, no, for sure. I do too. And I think that that, I think that a lot of people have some sort of feeling of, of hurt that comes from multiple different places. Some of them may not be from the church. It could be a job issue. It could be, mm. you know, uh, uh, a parent issue. It could be, you know, a significant other issue. Um, and in those instances, in those instances, more times than not, we don't walk away. Right? What would you say? And, I, and I'm not trying to speak for every person's situation, but I know that when me and my wife fight and she says something that I don't like, like everybody gets into an argument. Everybody says something someone doesn't like. I don't care if your relationship is perfect. Someone is going to say something that you don't like. Shocker. I don't tell my wife I'm done. I'm not allowed to leave you. <laughs> right? <laughs> I can't. I can't yeah. do that. Yeah. So what I do is take a breather and try and respond the best way I can. Hey, babe, let's just, hey, you go in the living room, I'll stay in the bedroom, let's just take a night off. But we're not going to go to bed before we fix this problem. Right, we're gonna fix this problem before we go to sleep. But hey, just go in the living room, watch a thirty-minute show. Let's cool off. Yeah, yeah. And let's talk about this, because we're committed to a relationship. What does that show? That shows you care. Shows you care. Yeah. When I'm committed to a church, my heart's in it. Yes, I am following the thing because that thing is showing me Jesus. For instance, I remember one time I was getting ready to sign up for this, this program over in, uh, on the east side. And something happened where I could no longer sign up for the internship. Boy, I was upset. I was fuming. Because someone did something that prevented me from moving forward. Mm. And I was following the thing. Mm. And so it, it made me feel as if this whole, this whole thing that I've been chasing is now over because of someone else's mistakes. And it's like, God was like, bro, what are you, what are you talking about, dude? Look where you are. Stay where you're at. Look who you got around you. Continue to be, you know what I mean? And so there are so many things that we are hurt by, but yet the church is the first thing we give up on. Dude. Am I wrong for saying is no, that? No, I don't think you're wrong. Is that controversial? Like it, and, and, and it's, it, it's, it's me trying to figure out, because this is me. I've done this. Me and my mom argue. Me and my dad argue. I have issues with my boss at work. I can't quit those things. Yeah. But yet the moment the church did something. And I know every situation is different, right? Like there are situations where there's this pain that just you, you can't. Like if you cheat on your husband or you cheat on your wife. All right. Now we're talking about time to go. Mm -hmm. But it, so I guess it's the situational thing, too. Right. Like it can be what kind of hurt are you dealing with? How deep did that hurt go? But any sort of hurt you feel from the church, you start getting resentment and it's like, all right, I'm out. Mm. Yeah, I think what I like about this conversation is I think me and you actually we are we are speaking from a different perspective. So I'm like. Church, we got to do a better job at caring for our people when both and we also have to look at ourselves and go, why do I get out so quick? 
And so that's what I love about this conversation right now is because, like, I think that the reason why I'm on the side of, like, why you jump in ship so quick <laughs> is because I jump ship quick. Hmm. And I'm still trying to figure out the answer you're, as to why so looking, I left so fast. You're like, looking from experience. Like, Give me the reason why Talen was like, yo, why are you done with this because of a simple little oopsie daisies? You know what I mean? Where that could have been something you worked out, and yet you just decided to leave. You didn't have conversation with anybody. You didn't give a good exit clause. You didn't even talk to God about it. You just left. Mm-hmm. And that story. And and I'm looking at it as I've had in my very brief, very brief career as a, as a youth pastor, um, I've had so many people come to me with hurt and pain where they trusted godly people and godly people failed them. It happens and that's across okay. the board. It happens and that's across okay. the board. And that's okay yeah. for them to be failed. But the problem is, is what happens is we just are out here just hurting people and maybe they're not emotionally, um, uh, emotionally, they are emotionally bankrupt and, and I don't see you as a person that is emotionally bankrupt. And so you're able to kind of look at it and be like, bro, I kind of got to pick up these pieces. But some people, they can't do that. They, they, they've they trusted. And, and so I think about it like, for me, the biggest thing in my life, and if we're going to go deep, let's go deep. Um, you ever, Have you watched Ted Lasso? I have not. I don't have Apple TV. Okay. If you want to share your password, I would love to well, watch I'd it. I'd love to. Well, not, now I'm not going to spoil it. <laughs> but I'll, I'll speak of general, general things. His character in it, and wasn't really known. Character's not known, and uh, another character like calls him out by name, and the character's like, "Hey, you know my name, you know me." So he's like super excited. This character's like super excited, and the other character goes. And at at one point, the other character promotes this character. So say Bill and Joe. Bill promotes Joe up to this position because I'm not trying to spoil it for you. But you got to watch it. Like, it's a really good show. But Bill promotes Joe. So now Joe's on the team. We get to the end of um, this last season, and Joe's mad. Joe's like, Bill, you weren't there. You, You gave me a position, and then you forgot about me. Wow. Julia and I are watching this show. I was crying. In the episode before that, tearjerker. And I'm crying in this episode because I said I never want to be in the place as a person who leads people and I love Jesus and be in a place where I'm bringing in leaders. I'm bringing in kids. I'm bringing in all these people. And I've told you I value, I value, I value you. They do the thing. They do the events. They, they serve this many times. And I forget about them. And that's where I see many of the, obviously there's church work that goes deeper than that, that I'm not even, you know, I can't even speak to. But when it comes to the idea of leadership, when it comes to that, he looked in the eye and said, you really care. To me, it was like, you really cared about me till I got to the point you needed me at. And I kind of bounced out. And the thing is, is the character who the character was yelling at was a good dude. He wasn't terrible. He just 
kind of forgot. And I'm not saying that every leader needs a hundred percent retention rate and remembering everything. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying, can we do a better job in our leaders and our students and our people knowing names, knowing stories. And, um, and sometimes I think sometimes we rest on our laurels and going, Hey, you know what? Like I can't know them all, but sometimes I feel like when we say we can't know them all, we think it's okay. I just won't know any. I got a question. What's up? And this this isn't to push back, but it's yeah. just just to ask, because as at certain points as a leader, your job is to and I'm going to use the word groom, right? Yep. You groom these people up and to become the best leaders they can be. So at what point is the leader supposed to let go and let the leader do the job? Right. Like, yeah, I am a leader. I've got a group of 17 guys underneath me. Right. I'm trying to make sure that each one of these people are following Jesus the best the best way possible because I committed to to leading them. Yeah. At what point am I supposed to say you're the leader now? Go get more. Yeah. And 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 not to say you're the leader now, go get more. I forgot about you. <laughs> but it's more you're the leader now, go get more, do your thing. You're here now. You've made it. I've put you in the position to be who you're supposed to be. Now go do your thing. Yeah. It's not a forgotten thing. It's a, I put you where you're supposed When I get a promotion for a job, I'm not supposed to now ask my boss how to do my job a year in. Mm. When I get a promotion for my job, I'm supposed to know what I'm doing a year in because I was trained to do my job. So if I'm still asking the same questions I was asking the first day, either I wasn't trained right hmm. or I'm not qualified for that position. Yeah. So how how do we as leaders train them up and let them go? How do we as church people yeah train them up and let them go without hurting anybody? Mm-hmm. Like I understand where you're coming from, the guy who got the position on the <laughs> soccer team it's like, bro, you got me here, and then you didn't coach me where I needed to be. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out, Siri. Relax, my guy. <laughs> um, you got me here, and then you didn't tell me where I was supposed to be. So the question for me is, like, when are we when are we supposed to train them up and then let them go? Like, how, how do we know how to decipher that? Yeah. That's the part that's like, man, Jesus was a moving man. Mm-hmm. Jesus did. <laughs> he wasn't in the same spot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He was woman at the well. Then he was jumping and saving people with leprosy. Then he was waking up, you know, dead girls. Yeah. Like, you, you got to know when to move on. Yeah. And then how do you know that, like, if Jesus stayed with the woman at the well and walked her through the rest of her life, he would never reach the places he was supposed to be at. How do you know when to move on? Yeah. Does that make sense? No, I'm I trying to explain good. it in, like, 17 no, different ways. But no, I think it's a great question. I think – I think – some of this has to do with how we look at how we just look at our world as a as a individual like society and so like a lot of times we're like okay build people up send them out and which is good but i mean the bible speaks to this idea of literally sending out yeah and and so it is it is good but i think what happens is we care about what leaders can do. So I'm not speaking to this idea of, 
we're mentoring, we're lifting, we're encouraging. Someone's like, all right, I'm getting a job or I'm volunteering here or I'm moving forward. I'm not saying that, and that once we go, all right, peace, and we kind of stop talking to each other. I'm not saying that's terrible leadership. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is often when it comes to volunteers or when it comes gotcha. to when it comes to kids or when it comes to people that we serve or it can be employees. <laughs> it can be employees yeah, too. Yeah. Is we we get to this level, this position, and we stop trying to have relational equity with people. And we stop trying to like remember like dig into people's stories and dig into pe- mm. who people are. And some of that can be based on your leadership style. So, like, for me, I, c- I can get kind of weird with it because I'm like, man, I want to know your name, your story, man. How many kids you got? You ain't got no kids? Why not? You know, like, I just want to <laughs> go into all the things. Yeah. And so that's a different that's a different leadership style. But I think what happens is sometimes, whether it's a small place or a big place, it can kind of feel like this moving wheel of people where we use people for the the thing that we need at the moment and then we kind of hop out yeah and people are like wait i thought you i thought you wanted some relational equity here you know what i'm saying it'd be really weird right to if i was like man let's record the podcast i wanted to do the podcast with you and we did one episode and then i found another host mm. wouldn't that be, that'd be weird oh yeah you'd be like dog what's up you know what i'm saying yeah man because I, I said i was like i really feel like god is like hey you need a host co-host all this kinds of stuff, right? And it'd be really weird if I was like, then at the end I was like, yeah, but I got a new host. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Bob or whatever. <laughs> you know, so I just think, I think you're right. I think there is a balance of, of course, sending and letting go. Like I have, I had that. Hey guys, and s- since I am busier and they are adults, do you think we have the same relational equity um, or the, relation, the, the same relationship? No. We talk Probably once a month, we're going to do like a campaigners group. They still call it campaigners. Love that. Love but that. we're going to still do that group. But uh, but I've built the relational equity to where we don't talk for a little bit. They know. This is what they do know. And I think some leaders need to, we need to do a better job of this. They know. And if they reach out, got you. Mm. They know if they reach out, I'm praying for you. They know if they reach out. You know what I mean? I w- you got. They weren't just cogs in my wheel. They were actually some people I deeply cared about. Yeah. And that's what I see in Jesus is he deeply cared about relationship. Definitely. Like, man, and the Bible's obviously whole, but man, sometimes I wish we could take a video back then. Man, how did Jesus kick it with these dudes on the off days when they weren't writing about writing about it? Very true. You know what I mean? Dude, I'd love to be like seriously like a a mosquito in the air, like, you know, because they were walking all the time. There wasn't much walls. But, you know what I mean? Like, just <laughs> like, dang, how did he do it? Yeah. Because these 12 dudes, at the end of it, because he was the son of God, not because they were worshiping a man, but literally the son of God. <laughs> man, how did he get these 12 people to be like, yup, I'm about that. Had to be relationship. Had to be. I mean, you got people pulling up to your <laughs> 2000 years later, we still we still going to celebrate his birth in a couple of weeks. You know what I'm saying? Ba- to me based off this like and this is probably like some people are like, "Whoa, where are you guys going with this?" But like <laughs> based off thousands of years ago relationship. Yeah. And so I think I think what I find is if we can 
um, not, you know, not gaslight people. And, you know, when we impact people, say sorry for it. Yep. Uh, very, I mean, care for people in it. But I love, I love, because I love what you're saying. Is also walk people through, um, hey, how do I heal from this? Because at the thing is, and people say it all the time, forgiveness isn't for the other person, mm. right? What does my forgiveness do for you, right? Like, or what it, you know, what does me forgiving you do for you? Yeah. It doesn't really yep, do yep. anything yep. for you, but it's it's telling me like, man, there's a God that's greater. There's a God that's better. These there's there's things that are better and so i also don't think we can cling on because it is scary man when people when people you know that have loved love god right and i'm sure i could probably we could probably have a host in in here right yeah and they could go off on us like no this is why i don't believe in god no more exactly all right (laughs) but it's sad man you get people who you know we're just i heard you're a banger for jesus christ you know what i'm saying (laughs) and then you just hear their stories and they're like i was out I was out. And, you know, there's some people who might go into, like, the logical, like, I didn't get why they would say, you know, God, I didn't get that, you know. But then you have a lot of people who are like, it's people. Mm. And that's, to me, that's scary. That's scary for me um, because I'm like, I don't think I need to save the world or anything. But, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, man, how do we. How can we do a better job at holding people accountable that are a part of places, holding ourselves accountable, and also walking and knowing how God wants this thing to be led? Um, that's a whole smorgasbord of all bunch of stuff. But you better preach, my guy. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> my guy's out here preaching. <laughs> but, man, what I loved about that conversation, dude, is I love how we were coming at it two different angles. Yeah. No, and I, I, again, and this was me coming at it from an angle of, like, I'm also trying to figure it out myself. Yeah. So coming from a side of, like, talking to God, realizing that it's a me issue, not a them issue, and, and trying to correct my heart, um, knowing that there's still some stuff I need to work on, and, and, you know, maybe I'll be back one day, you know, as a 37-year-old man leading young life. I'm excited about it. <laughs> as a... Tw- 52 year old man leading life center <laughs> i'm excited about it right like it's gonna take some time but at the same time like i'm ready to jump back into something yeah. and so it's it's time for me to to get out there again and and, yeah. and know that like this is a you issue t so once you figure you out then you can get back out there and do your thing again yeah and and i'm in the process of that and so working that out with myself and and uh my wife and, and god and and it's been fun and it's been exciting and it's been sad, but it's also been rewarding because I've been able to like figure out what I need to deal with. That's good. And that's the best part because yeah. now I'm figuring it out. Yeah. So. Listen, if you're listening to this, um, to Len should be a great example of um, talk through it with somebody, get a counselor, get a therapist. Game changer for me, bro, getting a counselor. Go see a therapist. I was talking about some real hurt. They'd be looking at me like, oh, you got some real stuff. Anyway, see but, a therapist for sure. but man, like, it's talk about it. And even if it's the pain of, like, there's people you know that have caused you pain. And we can, like you said, stepping outside of the, the church hurt in your world that have caused you hurt. Um, 
share that out and for and i'm speaking from a very like dumb view of like i know some people just feel like they can't talk to people who have hurt them who have brought them pain totally understand that but i think if we can get to a place where we know i love what you said because you were like I, i'm working through it i'm working through it but you, then you said with my wife and with god and with people you can't do it alone yeah because as soon as we try to start operating through this is weird pain you can't do it alone but you're not alone you're not alone you you got a god a universe that's madly in love with you yep. but also um i pray that you have community that's around you that's um able to support you when you don't feel supported by the people that told you that they would support you <laughs> yeah it's a whole mix people are gonna people are gonna blow it time and time again we always tell our students right i'm gonna blow it one day you're not going to like what nate says yep and that's okay <laughs> you know what i mean so dude what a great episode <laughs> what a great episode man <laughs> that deep real quick yeah but took me down a rabbit hole. Seriously, man, I'm so sorry. I know, no, I didn't. it's all good. But, man, hopefully you guys were blessed by the different perspectives. I think it was so good. Um, usually, Tillin and I agree with each other on these things, but I feel like this one was. I feel like we still agreed. I feel like we still agreed, but I love how we came at it different. But angles. I just like to challenge some questions. You know, like I just like to challenge some of the way that like people feel hurt. I think we. I think we challenged each other. Yeah, but I think we did. I think it was good. I think, I think we did. I walked away with a nugget for sure. A little Tolan and I fight after this. Come on, bro. Why would you say that to Maybe me? Maybe in the parking lot at the flagpole. <laughs> three o'clock. Why now? <laughs> anyway, we love you guys. I'm not even going to tell you when the next episode is going to come out. Yeah. <laughs> Holiday season. Holiday season. Busy, busy, busy. Nate. I'm looking at his calendar right now. And there's <laughs> yeah. I don't think we're coming out with another episode until about January 16th here. So we'll, we'll talk about it. But <laughs> we'll see you guys before the year ends. Let's go. I'll let you know that I love much. That. But we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to Let's Get Real podcast. Make sure you share this. You can share links on Instagram now. So if you just copy our link and post it on your Come story, on. That's share a the blessing. Potty. I get texts from people like, yo, I was listening to the pod. Listen to the pod. Share the pod. Share the pod. Yeah, listen to the pod. Share the pod. You're an influencer. You're an influencer. Help me help you Come on, help bro. people. Even if you got 10 followers, that's 10 people. That that's 10 people that podcast. has not heard the pod. You could have one. You could have one. you could have zero followers. <laughs> share it. Share the pod. Did Someone's it. randomly going <laughs> to look at that story and see the pod. Get there. you some followers. Get no plan. <laughs> anyway, we love you Get your you followers up and then <laughs> share our pod. We love you guys. Thanks so much for catching up on the Let's Get Real podcast, and we'll catch y'all before 2021 ends. Peace. Peace.